So I was sitting by the fireplace, mm-hmm. and it was like, what, midnight, 1, 2 a.m.? Yeah. That's pretty late for you. Yeah, and I hear a rumbling up on the roof. A and, rumbling? Yeah, and all of a sudden, you know who comes down the tree, the who? chimney? Who? Who came down the tree? It, it, was, it was the chimney sweeper. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Kenny CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. It's the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests, and this week we didn't watch anything. What was the chimney sweeper doing on the tree? He, he thought it was the chimney, and he, got was, he was very confused. Yeah. Um, no guest. No guest. End it, of the year. End of the year, 2018 wrap-up show, where we'll talk about all of the best TV shows and movies of the year, and maybe even some of our favorites from what we did this year for our show. Another year coming into an end. Another existential crisis on its way. Yeah, that's that's right. Another year down the tubes. Are you like me with that? Do you self-reflect? I self-reflect. I don't think as negatively as maybe you. <laughs> Who says it's negatively? <laughs> that seems to be the... Is a crisis inherently negative? Is that what you're saying? I, th- I believe it is. Yeah. yeah, probably by definition. I think, I right. think so. No, um, it's, it's a way for me to both self-reflect and have maybe like a mild panic attack, but it's still positive things come up out of it. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have the panic attack thing. I, I have mostly just thinking about what I want to do in the new year and all the TV shows and movies I want to watch. Now, I do I do take time. I'm usually very grateful because we mm-hmm. usually end up spending it with close friends that I've known for a while. And it does it gives me time to self-reflect on how lucky I am. Exactly. But also the existential crises of me <laughs> if another year, another year passing by and uh, the fact that I'm going to die soon. Yeah, that happens on my birthday. Oh, uh, that'll yeah, that's two good. months from now for me. <laughs> that'll also happen. The right. night, night before my birthday, we'll just be pacing around my apartment. Uh, again, try not to have a mild panic attack. Right. This year's birthday for me is going to be not oh, a yeah. good one. <laughs> the big one. Big out of the out of the two O's. Any birthday after 21, I've hated. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I was looking forward to turning a year older. <laughs> and I always try to pretend it's not my birthday. Right. And I, ignore it. And I often forget what my age is because I don't like to think about that. It's depressing. It is. not. It's not fun. Gonna but, die soon. But in the meantime, <laughs> I will continue to watch TV shows and movies. That's right. Exactly. So... We're going to go through the list of the best TV shows and movies, and then we'll go through maybe some of our favorites as well. Give some shout-outs that I think deserve being mentioned, even if they do not make any sort of list. Yeah. But before we do that... Oh, right. Eggnog time. we got to polish off this bottle of eggnog. <laughs> uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. That's yeah, going downhill. Yeah. I, I didn't it- enjoy or didn't mind the first one. And I think they have been getting progressively worse. I'm, I am legitimately afraid it's going bad. I, is there an expiration date on this thing? Yeah, somewhere. It was yesterday. Anyway, I'm, I'm let's sure. go to, Depending uh, on when you're listening to fine. this, it was yesterday. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. Let's go through the top TV shows of 2018 as according to Rotten Tomatoes. And these are critic scores? These are critic scores. Okay, cool. On so the t- probably official tomato meter. Correct. And I don't know a lot of these. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start with number 11. <laughs> just because you knew that one? Because I know this one. Uh, and we need to go back just a little bit. Otherwise, we're going to be whizzing through them because I don't know them. Number 11 is, very surprisingly, according to me, 
The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, season one on Netflix. You say that because you did not enjoy it? That's correct. Ooh. Well, I really wanted to like this. What would you have given it? Uh, got a 90. It got dang. a 90%, certified fresh. I would have given it uh, 75, maybe. A certified mediocre? Maybe even lower. I really wanted to like this. I read the comic series that inspired this, oh. and that was really good. And this, not so much. Not so much. I also watched all of Riverdale, which is also not not a very good show, even though I'm addicted. So I must say something. But The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was not scary at any point. Was it supposed to be? I felt like it should have I been. I guess with the word chilling in the title? Yeah. Is that what they were going for? If you're familiar with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which was on in the, eight, in the 90s, mm-hmm. I mean, that was not scary at all. No. But this had a much darker tone, and I felt it could have been, but it wasn't. And other than that, it was fine. It wasn't really whimsical, or it didn't really fall into any specific category. So in my mind, it kind of felt boring or beige. I don't know. Oh, really? But I'm still going to watch it, (laughs) and I really hope there's a Riverdale crossover with Sabrina at some point. Is that, oh, they're all in the same universe? They are. All the Archie comics. uh, Oh, see that? I didn't even know Sabrina was from Archie. Yeah, I didn't realize that until uh, recently, but yeah, Sabrina is part of the Archie universe. Hmm. Yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. Also, I think we mentioned They're that. They're a good band. Yes. Uh, I've not watched this, nor do I plan on watching yeah, it, I and I also so. will not be watching Riverdale. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Number 10 is All American Season 1. I don't know what this is. Have you ever heard of this show before? No. no. Me neither. Do you think it's a foreign show no i it, there's no way all american why would that be a foreign show because, because it, they're talking about like american stereotypes or something what is this it's a uh it's a football show yeah on the pass. cw there's too many of those already pass all right pass <laughs> number nine is the connors season one cj have you heard of this is that's uh roseanne's show right i don't know <laughs> i don't i still don't know and yes, it is. Okay. okay. Yeah. I thought I was like, yeah, I think that's Roseanne's show. So also hard pass. Yep. Hard pass. Well, or this might be the thing after they, I think that is the ousted. reboot. It yeah. is. It's and the reboot. It's still got off. John Goodman. So it's yeah. gotta be somewhat decent. John Goodman's Apparently, a very good actor. People love Roseanne. I never yeah. watched it when it was on. Mm-hmm. I, as a kid, it didn't seem good. That was the one that was always on after the Cosby show on Nick at Night. Where I would watch the Cosby Show and, and I would watch something else, <laughs> and then I would be like, "Oh, Roseanne, I don't." Care yeah, about this. I don't know why I never got into that. Yeah, I, it never appealed to me, but also I probably wouldn't have gotten half the jokes when it was on anyway. I wonder how many Nick at Night shows have people who have done very inappropriate things in their past on it. Yeah, looking to, back, two that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> Some Good. worse than others. Uh, no, haven't watched it. Pass. Next. Right, pass. Next. Ninety-one percent. Coming in at number eight is Miss the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Season two. Season two. I've now watched this. I've heard good things. Amazon Prime, right? That sounds right. I believe so. Is this the stand-up comedian woman one but in like the 80s, 60s, 70s, something like that? What? Let's dive in. No. No? Is it? What am I thinking of? It's. Are you thinking of I'm Dying Up Here? The yeah. HBO show? No, I think this is it. Oh. Mm. There is no synopsis readily available, which is very unfortunate. Huh. Well, we don't know it. We don't, we're not going to talk about it. Pass. All right. It's been getting awards, and I think there's good people in it. Yeah. 
my parents have watched it. They liked it. Maybe check it out. Maybe I'll check it out. We'll see. Coming in at number seven with a 93% Rotten Tomato score, it is The Walking Dead Season 9. What? Pass. Gave up on that show. I did too, but I am very surprised that this has gotten a- That highly rated Highly still? rated, yeah. Not still, because it did go downhill. I know that ratings for this it did, plummeted did drop at a certain point. And now they're back up. Probably about when I stopped watching. That would make sense. I know this season Rick left the show, the main character. Oh. And that's about got all I know. killed off? Or I don't believe got killed off. I think he just left. He just walked into a forest and left the show? Yeah, something like that. I'm not really sure. He was shouting after, hey, where are you going? <laughs> I'm done with the show. Rick, You're not supposed to break the third wall. Yeah, it's apparently took a much darker tone and a scarier tone this season, and I think it's resonated with their fan base who are watching yeah. that freaking zombie show. It's a show. zombie show, yeah. It should be dark. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Instead of boring and uh, people dramedy. Not right. dramedy, just drama. Nope. Pass. Yep, going to pass as well. That was number six. Did I say seven? I'm not sure. Number five, 94%. My Brilliant Friend, which is a miniseries. Have you heard of this? Nope. Read the consensus. My Brilliant Friend is an expansive epic that gleans rapturous beauty from the most desolate of circumstances. But it is the intimacy between the central duo and the remarkable performances that bring them to life that audiences will remember most vividly. That still tells Didn't me tell nothing me anything about, about the show. And if I click on it, it's not going to help. So we're going to move on <laughs> to number four, Doctor Who season 11 with the new doctor. With the new doctor. Is That's that right. They're just rating it on the episodes that have aired so far? Is it over already? It's over. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it wrapped up. That felt quick. It did feel quick, maybe because almost every episode was a standalone episode, which yeah. is also why I kind of feel this is rated higher. I understand it's significant because it's the first female doctor, and that's great and all. But that has nothing to do with the plot. I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah purely there's a lot of... There's generally... You always have the separate one-episode story, but there's an overarching plot line There's usually an overarching plot line. In this season, there was not really one. No. I can't think of any. I I watched them all. I'm not sure. Did, did yeah, you watch the final? Up. Okay, yeah. so you're caught up too. Yeah, it didn't feel like anything was really resolved or anything right. really happened. Yeah, and that goes to show that I didn't even know that that was <laughs> the ending. Like, that was the finale. Yeah, I don't know if the quote-unquote New Year's Day special counts as part of the season or not. Maybe that'll be better. Which also... Need to have a side note here. I've watched the Christmas Day special with my family for the past seven years, and I'm a little bit upset that they did not do a Christmas one. They did a New Year's one. It's not that big of a deal, but (laughs) I I still would have liked it. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. I wouldn't have rated this as highly, and I'm, yeah, not sure why it got 94%. That's the only thing I would say it was lacking. It's still a good show. It was a good show. She's a great doctor. There were good, uh, great actors. Graham. Yeah. It's a cool, like, family dynamic, like, a companion dynamic this season. Yeah. The fact that there's three of them versus the normal one. Basically, basically an ensemble cast at this point. Yeah. And it was really good, but it. But that's what I don't get. There's no, like, overarching thing that slowly progresses each episode besides some of the relationships, but I don't really count that. I think that's really all it was, was the relationships. the family relationships. I hope that they were just trying to build a character base this season, and maybe they'll try to go for more of those story elements in the next season. This is kind of like a preseason season? 
Maybe They're just setting up all the plot lines. If you know the if you know the guy who made this season, he also made Broadchurch, and he's kind of more well Still known for. That. He also did Torchwood, the other spinoff. I've watched of this. some of that. It, There's so many spinoffs. He he is more well known for ensemble casts and kind of character pieces. Gotcha. So I understand that's probably why he went this direction. It's mm. what he's comfortable with, what he's good at. Yeah. But at the same time, Doctor Who's a very story driven. A very narrative yeah. kind of platform, and I don't know. Didn't quite feel like Doctor Who in that respect. Right. Uh, but still good. Still good. Obviously, please check it out. Doctor Who's a great show. Yeah. Don't mean to belittle it in any regards. Yeah. We're only saying this because we love it so much right. and think it's a fantastic show. Yeah. It's going through a changing period, too, which is tough on everyone, but it's it's good. Check it out. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number three. Sally Forever season one. What? CJ, no. I know you watch this what a lot. What is this? Why would they call anything that? The critic consensus is the outrageous singular Julia Davis delivers yet another impeccable performance in Sally Forever, masterfully walking the line between side splitting and cringeworthy comedy. I like comedy. Yeah. Maybe I should check it out. Maybe. I don't I don't know what this is. Never heard of it either. It's all one word. Sally, the number four, and then ever. This looks like a British show. Sally is about to marry David, her nebbish boyfriend of 10 years, when she encounters the charismatic Emma. The two fall into a romantic relationship, but what starts out as an exciting and sexy fling takes an unexpected turn with Emma when Emma reveals, reveals herself to be a nightmare. And now I'm curious, do they mean a literal nightmare? Because if so, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, she's not real. This is all part of yeah, her imagination. If, if, if that's her waking, the case. walking nightmare. Sweet, I'm in. If not, and it's just like a bad person. Yeah, it's still uh, not telling me a whole lot about the show. Yeah, exactly. Other than the boyfriend is nebbish. There's a love triangle between two girls and a guy. Yeah, HBO show. Hmm. All right. Maybe I'll watch a trailer or something like that. Yeah, I think we need that. Did I say number two? I'm getting the numbers mixed up here. I'm really fucking this up. Number two actually is Homecoming, season one, which is based on a podcast. Did you know this? No. Julia Roberts. Oh, I finally just saw an ad for this like yesterday, and I, I still don't know what it is. I'm excited to watch this, actually. It is it, just, I'm taking two words out of the critics' census. We don't need to read the whole thing. It's haunting mystery. Ah. It sounds right up my alley. Oh, okay. And that also makes sense that it's based off a podcast because of this true crime uh i don't know rave that everybody's about yeah this isn't a true crime it's still a fiction crime mystery yeah but yeah i believe it's a crime mystery it's kind of some minor horror are most elements. crimes mysteries not if you know who did it who done it <laughs> not if you witness witness the crime yourself yeah. the who witnessed it uh did did didn't did 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 it's it nope Moving on, number one, The Good Place season three. Agreed, didn't finish this season yet, but haven't finished it's a season, really good show. I believe this show. was at the top of last year, too. That sounds right also. Yeah. They were also ranked TV Guide's number one show. Okay. It's interesting. The The genre that this falls into isn't, it's not one. It's not a comedy. It's, it's also not a fantasy. I, I'm not really sure how to describe this show, but also I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil people who haven't even started it yet. Yeah. No, it's a comedy. There's funny parts, but it's also yeah, it's like a thriller as well. Exactly. Because there's there's some like twists and stuff you don't you can't see coming. We said this on last year's episode for this show. 
But this show manages to change its premise every season with keeping the same characters and still have a very good plot and dialogue and yeah. character work. It, it's really it's it's really amazing. It's that Mike sure. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm not sure if they're planning out each of these seasons ahead of time or they stumble into something random at the they write themselves into a corner at the end of one season True, and then yeah. flip it up, but whatever they're doing, man, it's it's really good. It is a fantastic show. This one got 100%. It's the only 100% TV show for this year. Does the rating change for 100%? I know the 90s are certified fresh. What's like full tomato? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it still says certified fresh, I believe. I'm going to go with full tomato. Yeah, it's still fresh. Certified full tomato. Certified full tomato, no bruises. Yep. All right. So that was the top 10 TV shows. Do we want to stick on the TV theme and mention some honorable mentions before we move on to movies? Sure. Okay. Uh, CJ, what do you got? You just brought up a show before we started, uh, Maniac on Netflix. Yeah. I, I'm more than halfway through it. I'm watching it kind of on my break now. That was the show I finished in a week. It okay. is a uh, limited series, I believe, uh, on Netflix. Jonah Hill, Emma Stone, I, yeah, not over-exaggerating, finished it in a week, watched at least one episode a night. This was when I was in Las Vegas on a week-long, uh, depressing trip out there, <laughs> uh, where I would just come back to my hotel room every single day and watch Netflix the rest of the night, and then wake up and do it all again. Well, that sounds kind of just like my life. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, when you can't leave a hotel in, like, 100-degree oh, weather. when you can't leave. Yeah. yeah. When you choose not to, eh, little it's of pretty both. close. <laughs> little of both. Yeah, I don't want to go outside when it's 100 degrees. No, out. I There's understand. There's nothing fun to be had. I, I understand. I don't care that it's a dry heat. So you liked this show because it's on your honorable mentions, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. But I also don't know how to describe it at all. Yeah. And <laughs> it's also don't say too much because I'm in the middle of exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, other than it's different it's, is the word I would use. It's but, really different. To me, I'm seven episodes in and i'm not sure if it's supposed to be a mystery or a head trip or just i would say yes to all those weird. things mystery head trip thriller action romance yeah. it's got it all baby it's it's weird it's weird yes yeah, it's that's weird the bottom line there. i think that's why i like it okay i'm not i'm not sold i i'm hoping my Feelings will change when I finish the season, or sorry, series, because it's a limited series. Mm -hmm. hey, did you ever watch the OA? Uh, no, but I think I've heard good things about that. Okay. I, I've heard people who hate the OA and people who, like me, who actually really liked it and they're making a season two. The OA feels a lot like this show to me, just because... And remind me what the OA is about? The OA is about these people who are kidnapped and subjected to experiments, Oh, that is very similar. It huh? is very similar. The, the people in this show weren't kidnapped, at least yeah. not to my knowledge. No, yet, but, they were volunteers. But they're doing experiments, and, and yeah, it's kind of head trippy, and you're not sure what's going on the whole time, and that's kind of what, it, it, yeah, it feels very similar, but not quite the same. I'm not getting the same kind of mystery that I had in the OA in this one. In fact, I'm not even sure what the mystery is supposed to be in this one yet, but. Uh, it kind of ramps up towards the end there. Okay, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm excited to finish it. You should. All right. Uh, I have one uh, also, which I'm I'm actually pretty surprised didn't make the list. But yeah, no, it's not. It's nowhere near in the top 15. Uh, I want to talk about... Don't say some anime. No. <laughs> I have not watched much anime this year, so there's no anime on my list. Haunting on Hill House. 
Oh, yes. Yes, this Netflix show Another came out Netflix around show. October. Our friend Zach, friend of the show, said that he thought this was the best horror show he's ever seen and maybe the best Netflix show he's ever seen. Wow. Which is high praise, and I tend to agree. Dang. It is it's very good. For people who don't even like horror, it is a, just a very good family drama as well. People have described it to me as, uh, uh, I'm not sure, a horror movie meets This Is Us, <laughs> which it, it's nowhere very near dramatic. as like, tear-jerking, but it is very dramatic and has some pretty scary moments, but at the same time, it, it's just gripping and was really, really good, and Meg and I blew off plans to watch it at a certain point so <laughs> that's commitment it is it's it's very good i would really recommend watching it even though it's what january mm-hmm. still check it out it's really good oh you're saying because you, you should have watched it in october when it came out yeah i mean it definitely felt feel. like the right time and obviously they planned the release date around <laughs> halloween yeah, but it's a smart thing to do it, it was really good it's written uh, and directed by a guy who is is a very prominent name in the horror film uh, he's a horror film director of, of big budget Bloomhouse gotcha. horror films. And yeah, he did a really great job. Um, very good acting. Have not seen it. Will not be seeing it. Didn't think so. That's okay. You got any others? Bojack Horseman. Okay. I think this came up last year as well. Yeah. It, as, as it should. And I still have not watched it. Uh, <laughs> it is so good. That show is borderline perfect. Okay. It's cartoon on Netflix. It's about a ho- horse man bojack yeah okay but actually he's just a horse he's not a horse man um where he was a child's uh actor and now he's dealing with uh adult life having had all that childhood fame and still trying to keep his acting career going he struggles with alcohol uh drugs uh sex all the usuals yeah and it's very very entertaining and awesome and funny and great all right it's uh it gets dark and real. I think that's what I like about it. Again, dark comedies, very up my alley. Uh, you should check it out. Okay. It's on its whatever season. <laughs> More than one. Another Netflix show. All right. Fifth, fourth, something like that. I'll check it out at some point. Hoping sure. there will be a, a movie. Oh, did it get canceled? Why would there no. be a movie? Why not? Well, why wouldn't they just make another season? Yeah, they will. But they should also make a movie. <laughs> okay. You just want everything for this show. Yes. Okay. I got you. Six seasons and a movie. Okay. My, I only have a couple of TV shows, but my other TV show we already mentioned, and it's it's definitely a guilty pleasure. Riverdale, still, it's Riverdale. Uh. I I'm not sure what's drawing me to this show. I watch it almost every night. Didn't you say that even Josie Cat and the Pussy, uh, Josie jo- and the Pussycats Josie are in it? Yeah, uh, but aren't they like not good or something? No, he said they they have very. Their songs. Shoehorned in songs in most episodes. By the way, I said Josie Cat and the Pussy Dolls, and I think that should be their new name going forward. <laughs> mm, sounds inappropriate. <laughs> Ken, it's not that kind of show. I mean, have you seen it? There's 16-year-olds like having sex every scene. It's ridiculous. These That's people. why you like it, you perv. Archie has an eight-pack. It's, it's <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but jealous, too. Jeez. I'm watching this show. It shows everything. I'm watching this show, and I I can't help but... I go through so many emotions. I cringe. I turn away. I bop along to the actually sometimes good music. I sometimes wonder what the fuck is going on in this show because there's some weird twisty plot points that happen that are really good. 
That's the best kind of plot points. Yeah. The twisty kind. Yeah, yeah, The kind you don't see coming and are also just like, why the fuck is this even happening? What is this show? People are so it doesn't 16 make... year olds committing crimes and like buying businesses. It doesn't make any sense at all. So the twisty plot points don't make it better at all. You're saying that I, might even make I it worse? I think it makes it better just because this is a weird fucking show and you all should watch it. <laughs> I, I don't think any of those were good things that you were saying. <laughs> You made the show sound very bad. Still a guilty pleasure, but... And and the fact that you're calling it a guilty pleasure means you shouldn't actually like it, but you do? It's not good in the traditional sense. I keep, go, any, I keep, keep going with these kind of, of the non sequiturs of not really saying something. Okay. <laughs> Next, Big Mouth. Okay. Another animated. Any of it? No. God, Ken. <laughs> this is the second season. Uh, Nick Kroll... Plays more or less himself as a teenage boy, and it's about kids going through that awkward time in your life. All the puberty stuff. Okay. And it's very, very, very funny and honest. And the cast is amazing. All right. You got your John Mulaney. You got Ah. your Jason Manzoukas. Ah. You got your Jenny Slate. Okay. And other people. Okay. (laughs) It's most, but Nick Kroll does like seven voices on it. Oh, really? I did did not know that. Yeah. Okay. He does the gym teacher. He does a girl. He does a ladybug. Okay. He does the hormone monster. Okay. And that might be it. Okay. <laughs> a kind of five. And I think there's one other thing okay. that I'm forgetting. Oh, uh, a bad glove. Like a little glove. Okay. And that might be it. Okay. Cool. I, I know I'm going to watch it at some point, but... Yeah, you should. Yeah. Th- there's too many things, clearly. <laughs> Yes. Clearly too many things. After Speak- just raving about Riverdale's, it'd be hard to find time to watch Big Mouth. <laughs> I'm, ca- I'm finally caught up on Riverdale, so I think I have some time for some more shows. Okay. Squeeze that one in there. Next TV show for me, and we're going to probably have to start rapid firing this, uh, is Into the Spider-Verse, speaking of John Mulaney. TV shows? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I skipped to movies. Okay. One last TV show, Barry. Okay. Go check it out. All right, cool. Let's jump into the top 10 movies according to rotten tomatoes for 2018 all right coming in at number 10 is mcqueen zj favorite favorite movie or best movie ever what is that i've never heard of that the synopsis is a personal look at the extraordinary life career and artistry of alexander mcqueen uh nope cj don't know who that is tell me the biography of alexander mcqueen he's an artist probably it doesn't even say that i already (laughs) forgot (laughs) Extraordinary life career and artistry. Okay, so some sort of artist. It stars by the poster. He's got a big skull stuff. According to Rotten Tomatoes, it stars no one. Yes, starring blank and directed by Tomatoes. Ian Bonhote. All right, so, uh, I'm gonna guess a mixture of a florist and painter. Judging by the poster of his skull. All right, with all the flowers. Could have fooled me. I have no idea. Number nine is "Won't You Be My Neighbor." Still have not seen it. Really Do you want, want to, to see this one? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid that it's going to make me sad and oh, stuff. Oh, I'm sure I'll cry. Yeah. I, I used to watch Mr. Rogers growing up. So it, that's what I'm kind of have just been putting that off. Yeah. But it, it's it got to be uplifting. He was such a good guy. Yeah. I really do want to see it one of these days. All right. We'll skip. We'll come back to that and maybe revisit that for the show at some point. Number eight is eighth grade. I saw this at the music box with Bo Burnham in attendance. Oh, yeah. It was very good. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Uh, that's another A24 movie. That's right. Mistaken. Yeah. They always kill it. 
It was very good. Yeah. It, it was very real. Again, I don't know what else to say about it other than everyone should watch it. Yeah. I think anyone will relate to this. Every single person. Yeah. Everyone who's movie. gone if through it. At gone least through middle grade. school. <laughs> yeah. We'll relate to this. Setting the bar pretty low for probably most people. Yeah. Beautifully done. Yeah. Very well done. Bo Burnham is, it's his first time directing a film and my God, he did really, really good. He nailed it. He nailed it. Uh, coming in at number seven is Night Comes On. Never heard of it. Next. Don't know it. And next. Coming in at number six is Shirkers. Never heard of it, and something tells me you're not pronouncing it right either. I'm, I'm sure not. That the movie's not called Shirkers. It's spelled Shirkers. I know. But I have no idea what this is. All right. Oh, Lucy is number, number five. five. Oh, Lucy. Never heard of it. Don't know. Next. <laughs> number four, Minding the Gap. That's what they say in London. Oh, I have train. heard of this one. This is a documentary about female skateboard crew, teenage female skateboard crew. Sweet. Yeah. Look good. Haven't seen it. Hey, Rockford, Illinois. For this one? That's their hometown. Oh, okay. I'm sorry that they grew up there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> Got the ice. Burn, ice. Rockford. Yeah. Number three, Summer of 93. Never heard of it. Don't know. Next. It's another foreign film. Number two, Leave No Trace. Never heard of it. All right, next. Number one, obviously the number one film. Obviously. We all knew this was coming. 2018. Let's all say it together. Paddington 2. Yep, with the highest, apparently, of all the 100% on Rotten Tomatoes of this year, Paddington 2 takes the number one spot. That got that certified shiny tomato what score. What the hell is going on? <laughs> to be fair, we've never seen it. I have never so seen it. So it could it, be really good. Nor have I seen the first one. Yeah. It must be the best fucking bear animated movie ever. Should we watch Paddington 2 without having seen the first one? <laughs> I think we should. And hold it to its gonna... own merits, yeah. right? So do you think everyone that's rating that 100% has also seen the first one? There's, I, I do you think, think so. anyone went in f- fresh, not seen the first one? No, I think would still rate it. 100%. I think all these critics who rated it would have had to see the first one to to see make the character a, growth. Yeah, to and everything to make a good review of it and say how it's different Bring than the it first one the first or whatever. One. I would love to see a review where the person has never seen the first one. I, I, I'm working back from. 10 and i'm going five or six back and i don't see any except for i meant to mention this earlier spider-man into the spider-verse yes i can't can't wait to see this i just saw this last night it is as good as people say it looks so good i i'm i'm i've been on a spider-man kick lately Mm -hmm. reading a ton of spider-man comics yeah you read all the comics that like relate to this yeah to it or yeah i mean there there is a comic series called spider-verse it's not the same plot at all, but it does have some of the same characters. Gotcha. So at least you kind of get that and like, oh yeah, I know Spider-Gwen or I know Spider-Man Noir. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. The people they cast for some of these Spider-Men and the way they portray them is perfect. And it's it's so good. I'm so excited for John Mulaney's Spider-Ham. S- Spider-Ham. <laughs> Peter, Peter Porker. Peter Porker. That's right. <laughs> so good. Or, or a spider that was bitten by a radioactive pig. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait to see this. I'm there's no doubt in my mind I will see it again. Yeah. More than once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. This'll probably be in another like Thor Ragnarok where if I don't know what to put on, I'll throw that on again. Mm-hmm. Um w- w- since we're on the topic of this and it's I don't think it's in that list, I would be surprised. Teen Titans go to the movies. 
I'm sorry. Yeah. What? You heard me right. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Teen Titans? I, I am familiar with the Teen Titans. Um, this is completely a kid's movie, and I decided to watch it, and I really enjoyed it. Did you watch Teen Titans growing up or separately or the show or I, anything? I had probably seen a few episodes of the cartoon. Okay. I remember it. Like, I knew who the characters were, at least. And what their powers were. Okay. Um, but you don't have to. It explains all that per usual of any like superhero movie. It's really fun. It's just a fun, enjoyable kids movie with they even have like a cool song. There I think the movie <laughs> basically starts out with them introducing themselves via song to their to an enemy. Okay. And so you get to learn that way, and it's a very catchy song. <laughs> and it's just all around good and wholesome and great. And you're gonna sing it right now. Yes. Uh, no, I don't remember uh, how it goes whatsoever. I wish I knew. What What made you want to watch this in the first place? Because this wouldn't even cross my mind as something to put on. So lately, these past few months, I find myself watching a good, at least a movie a week, I think I'm up to. Okay. Um. So at least once a week, I'll check the latest DVD releases. And that showed up. And I was like, yeah, I got nothing to do on a Thursday. Why not? I'm going to watch this instead. All right. And it was good. All right. Cool. Wow. Wouldn't, wouldn't have thought of that at all. We really flew through that list, too. We did, because we didn't know any of them. Yeah. Uh, Ready Player One. I don't know where that is on the list. I just saw the thumbnail image. Yeah, I think it was number 100 or something. I enjoyed that. I did, too. I wouldn't have rated that highly. A Quiet Place. That was pretty good. You're never going to see that, I'm nope. sure. The Endless. You've seen it? I did see this. Yeah, okay. I remember this now. The Endless. I saw this at the music box, of course. But it, it was one of those smaller movies that they play in the small theater. Oh, okay. Like, not a big release. I am very surprised it made the top 100 of this year, let alone getting a 95%. Because from what I remember, there were pretty gaping blot holes in this movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It mm. was cool. It had some... It was a, a very interesting premise. I really can't say much at all, but it has to do with, like, time manipulating time is, is all i can say that sounds interesting yeah it, it was it was really cool i thought the acting was lacking and i thought there were some plot holes maybe i was mistaken but hmm. the acting in my opinion wasn't good so i don't know maybe check it out maybe take a make your own opinion yeah uh something another shout out i have to give uh hearts beat loud okay um i can't remember any of the people in it in it because of course i can and terrible with names. Um, I Nick Offerman plays the dad, and they basically he starts a band with his daughter. His daughter is thinking about going off to college. Okay, they had apparently like fooled around um, when like growing up. They both play instruments. The mom dies, or you find out that that's not a spoiler at all. That's like how they are connected and okay. their close relationship. And so she has to choose whether to go off to college and leave her dad by himself. Or continue this band thing with him. Hmm. And it's awesome and so good. And the music is really good. All right. And that was kind of more of like an indie release. I don't know that it really hit that many major theaters. What was it called again? Hearts Beat Loud. Hearts Beat Loud. Okay. I'll check it out. Yeah. Very good movie. There's another one on this list. Sorry to bother you. I remember seeing trailers for it and it looked good. Did you see it this? It is really good. Okay. Yes. That's another one. That made number 48. That should be higher up. That one's awesome. Okay. That one, um, I'm so glad I didn't... I, I. That's one of those ones I was glad I didn't know too much about it. Okay. I knew the main plot where the guy works at... He's a telemarketer, basically. Yeah. 
um, which I think that's they advertise that in all the trailers and everything like that. I don't want to say like anything more than that because it's very enjoyable what happens and I don't want to give it away, but something happens and it's great. There, There is one more I want to mention though. Uh, before we wrap up here, is Searching coming at 57. This is, I'm not sure if I mentioned this on the show before. It's a movie that takes place entirely from basically a screen capture of a laptop. What? So it's about a dad whose daughter goes missing, and he makes calls through the laptop basically and tries to FaceTime with her, and it can't get a hold of her, and uh, starts contacting other people, and he's trying to find out what happened to his daughter. So it's it's shown entirely through phones and computer screens. Gotcha. And it's very, very good. It's not the first time that kind of narrative device has been used before. I've seen it a couple of times in horror movies. But this was just a normal drama, mystery, crime thriller, I would say. And it, it was very effective and very, very good. It stars, uh, man, what's his, uh, the guy from Harold and Kumar, I don't, you're asking the wrong guy. I just said how we're terrible at knowing who people's names are. John Cho. Sorry. There you go. And Deborah Messing. Two pretty big names, actually. So, yeah, check it out if you get a chance. It's it's very different, but a very good movie overall, I would say. Hmm. Anything else? No, I haven't watched any of these movies. I don't know any of these. Yeah, clearly we need to catch up. Mandy. Mandy. Wait. Number 59. Yeah, before we wrap up, I, I do want to say, what was your favorite thing we watched on the show this year? Oh, geez. Might be Mandy. Really? <laughs> that was definitely up there, yeah. Okay. I don't... Have I given out any... Oh, no. I, well, favorite different thing... Favorite new movie I watched, okay. I think, would be Mandy. Yeah, I think I was, that's what it should be. We did 500 yeah. Days of Summer, and I know I gave that a 10, because that's still one of my favorite movies. I think we did The Thing this year. That would be my favorite, but yeah. I think Mandy, yeah, would be the best new thing we watched. Right. A movie I've never seen before, right. and didn't really know much going into it. That one... Yeah, that one's great. Yeah, definitely. I can't think of many others. Nope. We did a bunch, but I don't know. Go back and check them out, guys. None, no tens for me, at least. You gave Santa Claus a 10, which I still can't believe. I Thinking back, I regret giving it that high. Yeah, number. okay, good. That, that was maybe What's a your little... new rating? It's a 8.5. <laughs> really went down there. Okay, good. <laughs> So you're not crazy. It's still good. It is good. It's not a perfect movie, movie no, though. No, it's not. I, I messed up a little bit, guys. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. This is the time to look back and make and adjustments in yourself. And realize reflect. all the mistakes you've made. Absolutely. Are you making any resolutions this year, CJ? No, my resolutions are the same. It's just to, you know, like grow as a person. Just, be, I don't know, work on my shit and yeah. try and be better. I, nothing specific. I don't, yeah, people are always like, I don't know, going to... Work out. I'm like, cool, that's vague. <laughs> How much? Are you trying to like lose weight? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. No, I don't have any like specific goals. Uh, get out of my comfort zone, uh, grow as a person, uh, get my shit together. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. The usual. Okay. What about you? Uh, work out. <laughs> work out four times a week. Damn. I, I know our job. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Company. We don't have the same job. No. Our company has. Uh, a, uh, gym in the building and yep. I know they have deals with other gyms and stuff so I'm going to sign up for an actual gym and try to go after work every day or at least four times a week and yeah just um, I'm, I'm diving into new job this year so I'm gonna uh, gonna try to be taking a, a ton of training to mm-hmm. just get 
good at what the new stuff I'm doing because it's very new to me. Yeah, you're really starting the new year off fresh. Yeah, absolutely. Brand so new it's, job. It's a it's a new start. It's exciting, and I'm um, I think it's going to be really good and a, a good hopefully new year for me. So so you got work out and do so, good at your job. Work and which work you out. normally should anyway. Both those things. I, well, obviously, yeah. But. So pretty vague. Also goals in general. No, no. Four times would, a week, I guess, isn't that vague. Four times a week. I would also like to get certified in C-sharp.net. Okay. So that's, there we go. You want specifics. There you go. <laughs> I like that, that. That's everybody's is getting certified in C-sharp. No, everybody's close. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> is to work out. But I mean, which is good, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm coming from a pretty, pretty low baseline here. So I think uh, anything is going to be an improvement. Than that, yeah. We can check regard. in with you at the end of January and okay. see how it went. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully. your voice went up really high there are you yeah, nervous well i'm just thinking back to all the other januaries where i've i did pretty good with running this year it fell off and uh, once it got cold but I, I think i'm gonna i'll probably keep in that habit i don't know uh one thing we did last year was an old year's regret which hmm. i don't i didn't like too much but i do want to bring it up because it's kind of fun so oh, yeah. do you have do you have any do you have one off the top of your head if since you brought it up an old year's regret would be maybe not leaving my job earlier. Although I wouldn't have had gotten this opportunity, which I think is a good one. So I kind of all worked out. No, any that I have are like very specific to, you know, that day or whatever. Yeah. That, did, that then didn't affect me the next day at all. Right. There's no like overarching no. things that you did wrong or didn't do. No, I don't think so. I think I'm getting better. Okay. And that's good. Yeah. Things are going well. Good. We'll say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep it dark, Ken. <laughs> All right. Can't leave on a positive note. Well, I think it's time to close out 2018 with the same song we did last year. Another song? Yeah, another song. We're going to bring back in fan favorite Cameron. Cameron! Auld Lang Syme. Take Hit it, it away. Boys. Should all acquaintance be forgot and ever brought to mind? Should all acquaintance be forgot and all inside? For all inside, my joy. For all inside, we'll take a cup of kindness. For all things, happy new year! Uh, happy times for Jews. Congratulations, you listened to another full episode of just two dudes talking about stuff they like. This end of the year episode of the Over Talking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Come on, you guys, you know you know them already. You've been listening to them for probably the whole time, or maybe just this episode, or whatever. But you know the deal. The music was done by Justin Peters, and the logo was done by Nate Richards. Thanks, guys. Check out Nate's work on Instagram and Nate Richards Designs. Happy New Year.